Welcome, everyone, to another week of Ramban Ala Parsha. We're still in the middle of this awful, horrible war, and obviously our learning is dedicated to the, the release of the, the hostages for a full shlema for all of the injured soldiers, including among them uh, Alicia Yehuda ben Rut, Rav Meidan's son, and obviously for a complete victory for our forces and for the forces of good and morality in the world. Okay, I'd like to touch on three topics today. Uh, the first is a really interesting one. It's a famous machlokas between the Ramban and the Ibn Ezra. And I think underlying that machlokas is the role of wealth in the world and the role of wealth in God's rewarding people. We'll see that. Um, also a discussion of the brachot, right? Did, did, uh, did Yitzchak really want to give the bracha of Avraham to Esav? And in between, an interesting topic, which is, did the Avos keep the Torah? Did they keep the Torah only in Israel? Did they keep the Torah only at a particular time? Or did they not? Okay, those are the three topics. I assume it will be interesting. And let's start. So, Parak Chafhei, Pasuk Lamed Zayin, says as, I'm sorry, Pasuk Lamed Dalet says as follows, V'yakov natan le'esav lechem unizid adoshim v'yochal v'yesht v'yokom v'yelach Right? Esav came from the field, and he was hungry, and he was tired, and he asked Yaakov for some of the porridge, and Yaakov gave it to him. And the end of the, of the Pasuk is, that he disrespected the Bechorah. And the question is, why? So Rashi says, quoted by the Ramban, so the first pshat says, Rashi, look, Esav was a hunter. And apparently that's a very, very dangerous profession. And he thought it was likely he was going to die before Yitzchak died. In which case, who needs to be the Bechor? Who needs to be, to be Yoresh more than the other siblings? It's not going to happen for him. Why would it help him? Okay? Um, right, and then he says, Right, he's going out to the field anyway, where he's going to maybe get hurt. Um, okay, so he says, if you're, a, if you're a, a seal, Rashi makes fun of Ace of a little bit, if you're an idiot, if you're a fool, so you, you have a very short time frame, and you think, what do I want to wait till later on? Why do I want to be the Bechor to inherit my father? It's never going to happen anyway. Okay, that's Rashi. Now the Ibn Ezra. And let's give him a chance before we dismiss it. Rabbi Avraham Mishtabesh Bekan Ma'od. The Ramban introduces it, doesn't really give us a chance. He says, Rabbi Avraham really, Avraham really messed up here. He doesn't understand what's going on. Shalmar ki bizaha bichora. The Ibn Ezra has a really interesting shot. He thinks Esav thought to himself, my father's not rich, he has no money. And therefore, what's the point of inheriting him? And now probably you are wondering. Avraham left a lot of money to Yitzchak. Yitzchak was the richest guy in the world. 
So says the, says the Ibn Ezra, okay, he was the richest guy in the world when he was young. It's as if the world never saw somebody who was rich. And later on, he goes bankrupt. Right? I, you know, he, he built all these buildings. He didn't know when to stop. Then he went bankrupt. It could happen. What's the proof? Says the Ibn Ezra, if Yitzchak was so rich, why would he need Esav to go bring him matamim, kasher, ahev? He'll bring him some, some meat. He could have meat whenever he wants. But if Yitzchak had unlimited money and unlimited food, Similarly, when Esav comes back from the field and he sells his Bechorah to get some food from Yaakov, says the Ramban, if there was unlimited food in the house of Yitzchak, Esav wouldn't have done it. It must be that Yitzchak was not, a, was not a rich man. In addition to the food, right, only Esav had begadim chamudot, not Yaakov. Why didn't Yaakov not have begadim chamudot? More than that, says the Ibn Ezer, when he ran off to the house of Lavan, says the Ibn Ezra, why didn't his mother give him a lot of money? Why didn't she give him gmalim, menik, all the things that, let's say, Eliezer took with him? He didn't have enough. Right? Why does Yaakovinu have to become a shepherd for Lavan? Why didn't he come with a lot of money? His mother loved him. She could have given him all the money in the world. So what does it mean when the Pasuk says, Yitzchak just entered into a whole treaty with Avimelech because he was so big, he was so rich? No, says the Ebenezer, all that happened before he got old. Okay, so it's a strange shot, but the more you think about it, the more compelling it kind of is. All these things wouldn't have happened if Yitzchak was rich. He wouldn't have needed Esav to hunt for him. He wouldn't have given Yaakov nothing when he went off to the house of Lavan. Esav wouldn't have sold the Bukhara for some porridge. And he says, Now we get to the real point. Blinded people, people who don't have sensitivity, says the Ibn Ezra, a lot of people think that being rich is a great madrega, and God rewards Tzadikim with, with wealth. Vihine Eliyahu Yochiach. Okay, and he says, no, Eliyahu will prove otherwise. Eliyahu was not rich. As an aside, and I'm not saying this is why the Ibn Ezra says so, the Ibn Ezra is exceptionally poor. Right? The story goes that the Ibn Ezra said once that if I started making tachrichim, people would stop dying. Okay, meaning he had a lot of business ideas, none of them worked out. The Ibn Ezra was sensitive to this point, and it bothers him that, you, that you, we think that HaKadosh Baruch Hu rewards people with wealth. Um, okay. Now you also might ask, why would God have not given wealth to Yitzchak? Yitzchak was a tzaddik. Says the Ibn Ezra, why don't you then ask, why did God make Yitzchak blind? HaKadosh Baruch has a plan. And the Ibn Ezra is against this idea that if HaKadosh Baruch loves you, he's going to make you rich. Okay? Says the Ramban now. Va'ani tema. Mi iver enei sichlo The Ramban kind of 
you know, hits back at the Ibn Ezra, the Ramban had a very, very complicated relationship with the Ibn Ezra, right? In his introduction to the Torah, the Ramban says, I love Rashi, Rashi comes first, and I'm going to have tochacha giluya va'ahava misuteret to Rabbi Avraham. I'm going to have open condemnation, but I'll secretly have love for Rabbi Avraham. So, okay, many people explain, and I, I think it's a compelling explanation, that when he doesn't trash the Ibn Ezra, it's because he agrees with him. But when he does trash him, it's because he's angry and he's upset. And here he is. He says, you know, he, on a plan of words, he says, Mi iver The Ibn Ezra said, who said, who would have made Yitzchak blind? The Ramban says, who made the Ibn Ezra blind as to Yitzchak? Kine Avraham hiniachlo hon rav. Right? Avraham left him much wealth. That's indisputable. You have to say, okay, he lost all the money before the story. Right, when Esav sold the Bukhar to Yaakov, he was young, he had no wives yet. So you have to say that Yitzchak was rich, lost all the money completely before Esav sold the Bechorah, then we got rich again, and then he became poor again, and he desired for Esau to bring him matamim, to bring him, you know, deer and, and goats and whatever. Says the Ramban, no, it's a joke. It can't be, it isn't. Va'od. Ki akatuv amar vahiyachare mot avraham vahivarachal kimet yitzchak bino. What does it mean that God blessed him? Says the Ramban. Vahabracha tosefet ba'osha ubinichasim vichavod. He blessed him with, with material wealth. Vahyebir katosha vad hon aviv vahani. Where would the bracha be if he lost all of his father's wealth and he became poor? Vahachare kain. Then he got rich and became poor again. Says the Ramban, the Ibn Ezra could be right. It could be that there are tzaddikim who are not rich, who don't have material wealth. He said, but not, not the avos. Not when God blesses them publicly. It can't be. The Avot, says the Raman, they were like princes. And Gentiles came to bow before them and to sort of work things out. Okay, so, Etc. Etc. Can't be. So what is it? He says, "Aval libo." Says the Ramban, when Esav was mivazed the bechorah, it's because Esav was uh, was an angry, arrogant, short-sighted person, and that's why he did it. V'itachein. In addition, he says, "Ki It could be that the fact that the bechorah takes pishnaim wasn't a halacha then. And Esav wasn't aware of it. And so he was happy to sell the Bechorah, right? Maybe the Bechorah was just a, an honorary position back then. So Esav sold it. Okay? 
And so without reading too much, well, I already read too much, but without going into it too much, I, I feel like underneath it all is a machlokis about the role of wealth. And the Ramban says, no, no, when God blesses a person publicly, like Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, he's rich. Because that's what the world sees as being accomplished. For the Ibn Ezra, the world can see beyond that. He doesn't have to be rich. He can be blessed by God without being rich because wealth is not a sign of being blessed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, there's much more to be said about that, but that's at least a very, very interesting machlokas between the Ramban and the Ibn Ezra. Okay, let's go on to Perkhafvav Pasukei, where the Torah is telling us why God loves Yitzchak, and he, he gets a bracha, but he gets a bracha because of Avraham. Ekev asheh shama Avraham b'koli, vayishmor mishmarti mitzvotai, Okay, so here the Ramban the Ramban quotes the pasuk that Avraham kept mishmarti mitzvotai chukotai v'torotai, and Rashi explains all of those things are the Torah. The Torah shebichsav, the Torah shebalpeh, their harchokos, their drabonans. Avraham Avinu kept kolat Torah kula. That's Rashi's position. Okay. V'imkain, says the Ramban, yihiyek kol ze banui al da'at she'aya Avraham mikayem u'mishamer et ha-Torah ad she'lo nitna. Okay, the Ramban says, according to Rashi, obviously Avraham kept the Torah before it was given. Now here comes the question. V'imkain, yihiyek kol ze banui al da'at she'aya... Sorry, they're ready. Okay, that, that, that's, the, that's the conclusion from Rashi. Now, says the Ramban, v'yesh lish'ol. If this is the case, how did Yaakov make a matzeva? That's an Isra Torah. More than that, he married two sisters. That's an Isra Torah. And according to Chazal, Zilpah and Bilhah were also sisters of Rachel and Leah. He married four sisters. That's an Isra Torah. He married his aunt. That's an Isra Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu established 12 matzevot. That's an Isser Torah. Right? How could it be that God says to Yitzchak, I'm rewarding you. And then he doesn't do it. How could it be that Avraham's children don't keep the Torah when God says that Avraham's children will keep the Torah? Okay, that's a very, very strong question. Answers the Ramban. I'm skipping a little bit. Shalomad Avraham Avinu HaTorah Kula Buach HaKodesh. So first of all, says the Ramban, yes. Chazal think that Avraham learned the Torah Buach HaKodesh. He intuited HaKodesh Baruch Hu's will. Va'asakba uvita'amei mitzvotel v'sodotel. And he dealt, he learned Torah, and he dealt in the secrets of Torah. V'shamar ota kula kimi she'eno mitzuveva oseh. And he kept the Torah as an Eino Mitzvah Vosa, right? He wasn't commanded to keep Shabbos. He did it because he wanted to. And here's the point, says the Rabban. Ushmirato ota haya ba'eretz bilvad. But he only kept the Torah in Eretz Yisrael. 
ויעקב בחוץ לארץ בלבד נשא שתי אחיות. יעקב מרד טו סיסטרס בן חוץ לארץ, וכן עמרם, היא מרד איזה אנט בן מצרים. כי המצוות משפט אלוקי הארץ הם. הקהילין. סז דה רמב"ן, דה תורה בלונגס טו אלוקי הארץ. אלוקי הארץ doesn't mean the God of the whole world. אלוקי הארץ means the God of this world, the God of ארץ ישראל. It's, it's very reminiscent of the Medrash that says, this, this is Sifrei, that says that when God is gola you to chutz la'aretz hayu mitzuyanim sham, you should keep the mitzvahs there so that you'll know how to do the mitzvahs when you come back to Eretz Yisrael. But otherwise, you'd be potter from mitzvahs in chutz la'aretz. Okay, but the question is, why would that be? And here it sort of gets into, and I'm speculating a little bit, but it gets into a deep idea of the Ramban that God ceded control over the rest of the world. Not control, he obviously has ultimate control, but he gave every other place in the world a malach or an astrological sign that sort of has direct control over them, the control with which, over which God can overrule them if he wants. But Eretz Yisrael he kept to himself. Eretz Yisrael is the land that God loves, and the people that God loves live in the land that God loves. And that works both Litov and Lara, right? God cares about Jews in Eretz Yisrael more than he cares about Jews in Chutz Laaretz. I'm saying it as a generalization, not obviously there could be exceptions. But that's what the Ramban believes. We saw last week or the week before, God only destroyed Stom and Amorah because it was in Israel. If it had been in Ohio, God could have allowed or stomached, you know, the, the immorality of Stom and Amar to exist. But in Eretz Yisrael, the land itself won't allow it. The land will ki'ilu rebel. The land will kick us out because the land is a player and it's a special place and it's a special land. And therefore, the idea that the Avot kept the Torah only in Eretz Yisrael makes sense to the Ramban. Because only in Eretz Yisrael does it make sense to do things and feel close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you're not in the chosen land, it doesn't make sense to keep Shabbos when Shabbos hasn't been commanded on, uh, to us yet. Okay. Now the Ramban acknowledges a, a weakness in his argument. Right? We normally break up mitzvahs into Chovas HaGuf and Chovas HaKarka. Right, so we're, it's clear Shemitah doesn't apply in Chutz Laras, and Trumas and Mises don't apply, and Mises Shani doesn't apply, etc., etc. But we never thought to ourselves Tefillin doesn't apply in Chutz Laras. But the Ramban says, yes, even though Tefillin is a Chovas HaGuf, even though Matzah is a Chovas HaGuf, even though Shofar is a Chovas HaGuf, those mitzvos which, which Avram Vinu adopted upon himself as an Eino Mitzvah Vaosa doesn't make any sense to do them in Chutz Laras. And so he didn't do them in Chutz Laaretz. Okay. Um, he has some other examples. That Yosef kept Shabbos in Mitzrayim, and he says Shabbos is an exception to the mitzvot because Shabbos is Zeichel Lemas and Yosef wanted his sons to be religious, and they were living in an irreligious land, so he focused on that. Then the Ramban has a simple pshat, which it's hard to know if that's what he really thinks, but he presents it. Valder pshat tomar, mishmarti, Emunata elokut, right? 
The whole drush of mishmarti, mitzvotai, torotai, chukotai, which Rashi dashes is all different types of, of observance of the Torah, the Ramban says, no, simple pshat is the belief in God. That's shehemin b'shem ha-miyuchad. V'shamar mishmeret zo bilibo. And he kept the belief of God in God and he gave it to his children. V'chalak al obde avodazara v'kara b'shem Hashem la'ashiv rabim la'avodato. And he made a big deal out of it. And if you're an Ovid Avodazara, Avram attacked you because he thought it was wrong. And he brought a lot of people to Judaism because of this. Mitzvotai, what does it mean? That has to do with moving to Israel. That has to do with, uh, with the Akedah. Sending out Hagar and Yishmael. Chukotai. Right, no, mitzvotai means to have the character traits of HaKadosh Baruch to be a good person. And torotai means brismila and zayin mitzvot b'nei noach. So says the Ramban, I have a fancy answer to my question of how it could be that Yaakov married two sisters, and that's because it's in Chutz Laaretz, and the Ramban explains why Chutz Laaretz is less important than Eretz Yisrael. But at the end, the Ramban says, but the simple pshat is, the Pasuk didn't mean that. The Pasuk meant belief in God. The Pasuk meant, you know, being, being like HaKadosh Baruch Hu, having refined character traits. The Pasuk meant listening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to move to Israel, listening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to sacrifice his son, etc., etc. And you don't have to ask a question, of why Yaakov didn't keep Tariag Mitzvos. Yaakov didn't know Tariag Mitzvos. Avram didn't know Tariag Mitzvos. He just knew the values of the Torah. Okay? That's not as broadly quoted as the other part of the Ramban, but it's probably Pshat. Okay, last topic. We'll try to do this quickly. Um, the Brachos. Yitzchak wants to bless Esav. Okay, obviously, you know, the major question is why Yitzchak wanted to bless Esav. And the specific question is, what bracha did Yitzchak want to give Esav? So, Perk Chavzayin Pasuk Dalad, the Torah says, Va'aseli matamim kasher ahavti v'avi oliva orchela, ba'avur tivorechecha nafshi b'teramamut. So what's the bracha, ba'avur tivorechecha nafshi b'teramamut? What bracha did Yitzchak want to give to Esav? Says the Ramban, no pulling punches. Says the no, no. Yitzchak wanted to give Esav the real bracha. He wanted to give him Eretz Yisrael. There are a lot of people who want to claim within the Ramban and other places that it's not so clear. At least here it's very clear, right? The idea that Yitzchak didn't plan to give Esav the birkat Avraham, he planned to give him other brachot, it doesn't seem that way in the Ramban. He planned to give him the good bracha. The Bechor gets the bracha. And therefore, Esau was supposed to get the bracha. Now, it's not just that Rivka did this incredibly courageous thing by manipulating events to get Yaakov the bracha, but how did Rivka know? So he says, V'nira shelo higida lo Rivka me'olam ha'nevuah asher amar lo Hashem Right, if you remember at the beginning of the parsha, and she's in great pain. Right, 
So says the Ramban, Rivka knew Virav Yavod Sayer, therefore she, she wanted Yaakov to get the brachos. But Venira Shalohi Gida Lo Rivka Me Olam Asher Amar Hashemla. Rivka never told that Nevua to her husband, to Yitzchak. It's fascinating. Ki Echaya Yitzchak over Al Hashem Titzlach, says the Ramban. It can't be that Rivka said, I had a Nevua either directly or through shame, ben Noach, you know, it was told to me, v'rav yavod sa'ir, and Yitzchak would say, I, I reject that nevuah. Of course he would accept the nevuah. V'hine mitchila lo higida, so why didn't she tell her husband? So he says, v'hine mitchila lo higida lo derech musarut Originally, she didn't tell Yitzchak about the nevuah out of modesty. Meaning, she didn't ask Yitzchak for, for permission to go lidroshet Hashem. Presumably, he didn't know about it at all. Ki lidroshet Hashem shalcha below reshut Yitzchak. Right? She didn't ask for permission, so she didn't want to tell Yitzchak. Or, O Shamra, ein anochi tzricha lahagid nevuah lenavi, ki hu gadol min hamagidli. Right? Or she thought to herself, if I know the nevuah, of course Yitzchak knows the nevuah. There's no way I know something that he doesn't know. And if Shem ben Noach knows the Nevoah, Yitzchak knows the Nevoah. Okay, for now, she hears Yitzchak tell Esav, I want to give you the bracha. Her plan didn't work. Apparently Yitzchak doesn't know the Nevoah, and she never told him the Nevoah. So says their answer, tell him now. So he says, no. She doesn't want to say to him now, ooh, here's what God told me, before I gave birth. Ki amra ba'avato oto, because she thought to herself, because Yitzchak really loves Esav, lo yivarech Yaakov, v'yaniach hakol bidei shamayim. Right? So he's going to say, well, I wanted to bless Esav. You tell me that I have to bless Yaakov. You know what? I'm not going to bless anybody. V'hi yada'a, ki b'sibat zeh yitbarech Yaakov mipiv b'leib shalem v'nefesh chafetza. But she wanted Yaakov to receive the bracha from Yitzchak with a full heart. Ohem sibot me. Okay, that's one possibility. Ohem sibot me. Hashem kideshid varech Yaakov gam asu esav bebirkat hacherev velo levadonit kenu alilot. Right? Or she may have thought this is how it's supposed to be. I don't know. I'm not privy to all of God's plans, but I trust that this is the way it's supposed to be. So she did it. So it's really quite an incredible thing that Rivka did. Right? You know, in retrospect, of course Rivka did it. But in the moment, it's really an incredible thing. She went against her husband's wishes. She went against her husband, who's Yitzchak Avinu. She went against his wishes. The Raman makes it clear. Yitzchak wanted to bless Esav with the entire ball of wax. The whole bracha. Eretz Yisrael and everything attached to it. He wanted to give Esav birkat Avraham. Okay? Because of that, Rivka, who knew the truth, who either assumed that Yitzhak also knew the truth or was afraid to tell him now because then no one would get the brachos, Rivka took really the incredibly courageous step of telling Yaakov, you have to lie to your father. And okay, there's all these explanations, all these reasons, but Lemaisa, that's what she told him. And it wasn't just a technicality, right? Says the Raman, Yitzhak loved Esav. And if we had more time, we could talk about how that could be and why it should be and how Yitzchak could have made such a terrible mistake 
and how you're supposed to raise your children and all these smart things that we could say, you know, after the fact. But in the moment, Rivka saw what needed to be done and did it. And the Ramban, I think, is, is praising Rivka here by giving you the facts that Rivka never told Yitzchak because she respected him too much. In the moment, she overcame that and she did what had to be, what had to be done for the future of Klal Yisrael. Okay, so we saw three basic Rambans today. Two are really, really important. Well, all three are important. There's many, many more Rambans on the Brachot, and it's not a, maybe it's not as simple as I presented it. But we saw Vayiv as a Savat Was Yaakov rich or not? Machlok is Ibn Ezra in the Ramban. That's one big, big discussion. Two, Vayishmor Mishmarti. Did the Avot keep Kala Tarakula? Right? Rashi thinks they did. The Ramban explains if they did how it could be that Yaakov married two sisters because they didn't keep the Torah in Chutz La'aretz because of the major difference between Eretz Yisrael and Chutz La'aretz. And finally, the Ramban saying, but Lemaisa, I don't really think that's the issue. I think the words mean that he kept the values of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he kept the things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded him, not that he kept Tariag Mitzvos. And finally, the one Ramban out of many on the whole dramatic story of the Brachot where the Ramban says, no, Yitzchak meant to bless Esav with all the brachot. And Rivka was the heroine of the story who went against her, her husband's wishes because she knew the, the, the nevuah of Rav Yavod Sayir, and therefore she did what she did. And Yaakov, and by extension us, we received the full bracha with a full heart. That's it for today. See you next week. Yashikach and Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.